Welcome to Alice's Magical Podcast, a podcast where I talk about books and all my favourite things. Welcome to Alice's Magical Podcast, Chapter 16, Alice's Magical Sit All for Time. Today I'm going to be talking to Jen Campbell. Hello, Jen. Hello, hi. <laughs> I have a series of picture books that Jen has written about a dragon called Franklin and his friend Lula. Lula? Lula. I got the first book on my third birthday. It, I just really love it. I it was so magical and filled with books, <laughs> not books, books. <laughs> Is it okay for me to ask you some questions, please, Jen? Yeah, absolutely. Fire away. <laughs> Why did you decide to come up to become not come and <laughs> Yeah. Well, I have loved books for a very long time, since I was your age, maybe younger, because I know that you've loved books from a very young age as well. Um, And I just thought how cool it would be to grow up and then write some of those books and see them in bookshops, which were my favourite places, and in libraries too, because I used to go to the library every Saturday. yeah I just wanted to be part of that world and um, put stories out there um I also love listening to audiobooks as well do you listen to audiobooks yeah yeah I used to really like listening to audiobooks um and when I was younger I had to have a few operations so I was in hospital quite a lot and I listened to lots of audiobooks when I was in hospital and um they transported me to another world which was fun because books can do that can't they which Mm. is great Do you like to write children's books or adults' books better? (laughs) That's a tricky question. I like them both for different reasons. Mm. Um, Children's books, I feel, bring me more joy. Like, I really find that they make me very happy writing them. Um, and I really like doing children's events, going into schools um, and meeting children at bookshops. So I definitely have a soft spot for writing children's books. <laughs> but I like them both. <laughs> um, I got Franklin's Flying Bookshop for my ber- third birthday. I, lo- I just love that story. It was and. It was very magical and they love books. I wish I had Franklin's bed because it was made from books. What inspired you to create Franklin? Franklin. Well, I used to work at a bookshop and um, there was a young boy who came into my shop one day and he told me that I should get a dragon to guard the bookshop when I wasn't there. (laughs) And I said, but wouldn't because I'm a very boring grown-up I said wouldn't he set fire to the books and the boy said no because you get a trained one and I was thinking yes a dragon who loves books but doesn't set fire to them um and I just thought about that for a long time and then I decided to write a book about it wow that's nice isn't it yeah. from a little boy's idea turned into something magical didn't it yeah <laughs> 
is Luna based on anyone you know? I don't, I don't know. I think characters, they're normally not based on one specific person, but you can see bits of lots of different people in them. So I'm sure that Luna is a little bit of me uh, and a little bit of lots of the girls that I met when I worked as a bookseller, because I worked as a bookseller for 10 years. Um, so I'm sure that she's lots of different people. And I did actually recently remember watching a film when I was younger called Loch Ness with Ted Danson in it. And he comes over from the States to try and discover the Loch Ness Monster. And he makes friends with a young girl with red hair who also knows the Loch Ness Monster. So maybe that's also where Luna came from as well, subconsciously. <laughs> <laughs> Luna has a pet called Tiltis called Neil Armstrong. Why did you decide to call him Naps? Well, I really like it when people give their pets very serious grown-up names. Um, so um, my husband's mum has uh, a tortoise called Penny Slow, um, which is quite an elaborate name, and I like that. So I wanted Neil to have a human name because I thought that would be quite funny. And also I knew that they were going to go to the moon in that book. Uh, and I thought that... Neil Armstrong would be a good name to give um, Luna's pet tortoise because he would really enjoy going to the moon. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, if you could choose any animal in the world, what, what would, you, would you like as a pet? <gasps> I'm not sure, you know. Um, I, when I was growing up, I had pet hamsters. I always wanted a pet dog, but I wasn't allowed to have one. Um, my husband's family has a pet dog called Lola, and I love her very much. She's very cute. You may have seen photographs of her. She's great. Uh, and I miss her a lot because we're not with her at the moment. Um, so I think probably a dog, which I know is not a very exciting answer, but um, I love dogs very much. What would you have if you could have any pets? Well, so you've got a dog already, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, I would have a parrot, a giraffe, a flamingo, and a unicorn. Uh, Those are very good selections. <laughs> <laughs> All my favourite animals. <laughs> and a gnoll and a fairy. And that was a big, big uh, tank or pond to put the gnoll in yeah. there, wouldn't we? Yeah. yeah. When... I was really pleased when Luna became friends with Franklin because everyone else was scared of him. Do you think one of the reasons they became friends because they both loved books? Absolutely. I mean, we make friends with people who um, share similar interests to us, don't we? Um, if people love the same things as we do, then we've got lots of things to talk about. Um, and I also think that reading is a great way to understand other people, you know, because you're reading stories about people who are different from yourself. And it is scientifically proven that reading can make you more empathetic. You can be more understanding towards other people. So I like to think that Luna's love of reading meant that she um, was more willing to take the time to understand Franklin and make friends. Mm -hmm. When we are reading the book sometimes, the story won't, the story won't. Does that happen by accident or do you make it rhyme? I make it rhyme. So poetry is the thing that I've written the longest. 
um, and I really like having fun with it, but I didn't want the book to rhyme in a really regular way. So for each, the end of each line to rhyme with each other. So sometimes the rhymes in the books are at the end of the line and then sometimes they're in the middle. Um, I wanted the rhymes to be something that you could look for. So next time you read them, see how many you can find and make it like an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> We had loads of eggs in my Easter egg. Oh, Easter <laughs> You're talking about every week. <laughs> yeah. So when we read the books next, we have to just go through and you have to have a little list and like a little line down every time we find something that rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you find Clint's cousin, cousins ever live on Earth? I don't think historically that they've ever lived on Earth. Um, but I like to think that they come down to visit him now that they know that he has moved there. Um, so yes, they might come on holiday. They might come on holiday. <laughs> I think the moon dragons are beautiful. Would you want to be a moon dragon or a Frank Franklin dragon? Oh, can I be like Franklin and be both? Because he was <laughs> a moon dragon. He grew up on the moon and then he moved to the earth. But it would be really cool to go to the moon, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And where they lived, Katie made it look so beautiful with all of the craters full of libraries. So I would definitely like to go to the moon. I think that would be fun. <laughs> Where will moon dragons be having any more adventures with Franklin? I don't know. So Katie and I at the moment, because I know another question is, are we writing a fourth book? Um, and we might do that in the future, but we don't have any plans to do that right now because we have other ideas of our own that we want to work on first. But I would never say no to writing another Franklin book because I had a really good book. Um, um, how old is Luna? I think Luna can be as old as you would like her to be. I wanted it to be vague because I think it's fun to read it. And I don't know about you, but I would like to imagine that I was Luna because I would like to be best friends with the dragon. And I'm 33. I don't think that Luna's 33. <laughs> but <laughs> I think she could be whatever age you wanted her to be um, in younger years. <laughs> How old do you think she is? Um, How old do you think Luna is? About seven. You think seven? I think that sounds like a good guess. I think that's good guess. <laughs> Is that because you're almost seven? That's why you think that. No, yeah. no, no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> How long does it take you to think of the idea to, and write Franklin and Lucas Avengers? It depends because I don't sit down and write it all in one go. So you're right. I think about it for a long time first. Um, so I started writing the first book in 2014 um i had written a book about bookshops all around the world um, and i was going on book tours so i was going around bookshops in the uk and talking about it and i spent i think it was nearly a week at a bookshop called much ado in sussex wow. have you ever been there no if you ever find yourself near there you must go because they've got sofas everywhere and it's such a cozy bookshop they've got hens that live just outside and it's mm -hmm. run by Nash who are really amazing so they had asked if I would like to come and do an event there but also stay for a few days and get some writing done so I started writing Franklin's Fine Bookshop when I was staying with them um, 
I think probably it takes me about five or six months to write it, but that's writing bits and then coming back to it and changing it. Um, it's so, it's hard to work out exactly how many hours it takes, but it takes a lot of thinking, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's Frankie's birthday in our third adventure, Franklin and Luna and the Book of Fairy Tales. Why did you decide on the setting it in a bookshop for the distraction from his party? Because we all get distracted in a bookshop, don't we? <laughs> Alice definitely does. Yeah. We can't get you out of them, can we? Yeah. Mummy, no! Well, then that is exactly why, because I have spent many afternoons in a bookshop and forgotten the time. So I thought it would be a place to stay for a while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, right. So, I really like the description and the illustration, illustration of the bookshop owner. Is she based on a bookshop owner you know? Well, I don't tell Katie how to draw characters. So I didn't tell her to base it on somebody. But I did send her photos of the bookshop that I used to work at, which is called Ripping Yarns. So if you would like to Google that after this, there are photos of that bookshop online and you can look at it. Um, and the owner of Ripping Yarns is called Celia Mitchell. So you can Google a photograph of her as well. And you tell me if you think they look similar because I think they do but I don't know if Katie went and looked at pictures of Celia or if she was just drawing completely from her imagination or basing it on somebody else but I like to pretend that it looks like Celia. <laughs> Does the fairy tale book have a padlock on it because the bookshop owner knows what can happen? I think so. I think she knows. And I don't think that it should be out on the shop floor, given, given that it does that kind of thing. It makes me wonder what the other books in the bookshop might do, because maybe they do strange things as well. It's quite funny, because I know that you like, you like Anna's book as well, don't you? Pages and Co. Is that right? Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Well, I had written Franklin and Luna and the Book of Fairy Tales. Um, I think it was before Anna had written... Um, pages and co so we thought of these ideas completely separately mm -hmm. but we're both friends so then we talked <laughs> we talked about it afterwards and I think it just must be a wish of every book lover ever to be able to jump inside a book mm -hmm. and lose yourself in its pages um, so maybe you could book wander in other books in that bookshop like with Anna's book you said that didn't you when um, Alice was thinking of your question I think of the questions for you and we was getting the books out and he was looking for and she said oh they're book wandering I was like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you could take characters out of a book to join your birthday party who would you choose I would choose Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter because she's very fun I like her a lot I would choose, who else would I choose? Mm -hmm. Matilda, I would choose Matilda. I would like her to come and join me. Um, and maybe the Bennett sisters, because I'm currently reading Pride and Prejudice. So I might like those to come and visit me too, I'm not sure. I don't know, who would you like to come out of the book and join you? Uh, oh. 
You always get stuck when the questions get back asked to you, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> the hard question, though. Mm. Hard question, because there are so many I questions. think that might choose Franklin and Luna first. <laughs> and then we could choose Matilda. Yeah. Then we can choose Chili. Then we can choose Chili from the Missing Bookshop. And then we can choose Banana. Then we can choose Crazy Me. <laughs> and then we can choose... I have no idea. What about Wish? I'll be a Wish from... Wizard of France and praising me for my stories that I've been writing me as a pseudonym. <laughs> Alice has been writing little books to her nan called Crazy oh. Nay. She calls her nan me and she tells her that she's crazy all the time. So she's been writing little <laughs> tiny books and posting them. <laughs> with a pseudonym. Yeah, with a pseudonym. Yeah, she, she tells her that it's not from her. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're having a lot of people come to your party. Seven! Seven, wow. Because I am going to be seven. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really think Katie Harley's illustrations are beautiful. Does Kate just read what you have written to decide what to print or do you help her decide? Okay, so after I've written the story and all the words, um, I have a meeting with Katie and our publisher and we talk about how we're going to split the text into pages um so that, actually i did that myself on the final one before we done it together and by the third one i knew how much text should how many words should be on each page so i had already decided on the pages and we sat down and discussed what we might like her to draw not how she should draw it or what kind of things should be or anything like that those are all her decisions um but when it comes to drawing, you don't want the drawings to be exactly the same as what the text is saying. So we want it to be slightly different so that it's interesting. So we just talk about how we might do that. Um, and then once she's drawn something, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but sometimes she draws something better than I have described it. So you don't need those things twice. So it might be that, say I had described more of what the bookshop looked like and then she's drawn it, I could then delete my description that I had written. Um, so that's happened a couple of times. Um, but when the first time that we met up with each other, before we had done anything together, she asked me what color Franklin should be and what color I had pictured him to be. And I said, I didn't know. So she chose that herself because I didn't want to be telling her what. So the only description that was in the first book was that Luna had red hair. So that was the only indicator of colour. She got to choose everything else herself. <laughs> you um, you made your own Franklin, don't you? Yeah, yeah, for rainbows. That's it, yeah. We oh, didn't bring it in. Yeah, she, no, it was um, Alice goes to a rainbows, which is the what you go to before you go to brownies. Yeah, yeah. and to get a bookseller, a, a book um, lovers badge, you had to do something about drag uh, about a book, and that's what you did it on. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. So we've made our own little Franklin, which I wish sure we could go and get now, but yeah. it's too late. Yeah, it's you can send me a picture of it later. Yeah. yeah we send a picture, yeah. can't we? Yeah. <laughs> and um, do you enjoy fairy tales? Do I enjoy fairy tales? Mm. I do. And I love learning about the history of fairy tales and where fairy tales come from, because they've been around for thousands of years. So that's something that I like learning about. Mm. You like fairy tales? You like fairy tales? Yeah, yeah. I do. We've got, we learnt about Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, because it was his 
birthday it was, wasn't it? And you on the second of April. Yeah, you were doing something for school, didn't you? Yeah. You were doing some work for school. Yeah. Uh, you've got a nice uh, red riding hood towel, which is yeah. so different from that one. Yeah, it's called Little Red Regent Hood. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the front cover is Little Red Riding Hood. Reading hood went from little a book and then all these gold bits of what she's reading about awesome. pictures in the gold stuff coming out of the book. That's really cool. I like it when people take fairy tales and do something different with them. One of my favourites is a picture book called mm. Interstellar Cinderella, which mm. is Cinderella but set in space. Because. Mm. Wow. Because Anna James did say when I talked to her on my podcast, she did say that with Little Red Riding Hood is the most changed fairy tale, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I think oh, they've all changed quite a lot, but that has changed because um, sometimes there's a woodcutter and sometimes there isn't. Sometimes she saves herself and sometimes she's helped by other people. In some of them in the past, she isn't saved at all. Um, yeah, it is, it, is, it is quite different. This book is really special to me because you sent it. You sent me a signed copy. Mm-hmm. But, but the first story with Franklin Flying Bookshop is my absolute favourite. Will you be writing a fourth adventure of Franklin and Luna? I don't know. I don't know. We will have to wait and see. At the moment, um, I'm working on a different picture book, which is about other characters. Mm. Really, I really want to be an author when I when I grow up. Do you have any tips for me, please? Well, it seems like you're doing all of the things that that you should be doing and and more. <laughs> so my advice is very simple. Read as much as possible, which I'm pretty sure you're doing. Mm. Write as much as possible. And also finish the things that you're writing, um, which is advice that I should take myself. Sometimes I'm in the middle of writing something and I get excited about another idea and I think, oh, I'll go write that instead. Mm -hmm. And then I keep not finishing certain stories. So a really big thing about being a writer is trying to not get distracted and finish the things that you're writing. So that is we're trying at the moment we're gonna you keep on writing stories but she writes them in different places and now we're gonna we've got one book and we're gonna just pull those stories out and then put them in one book because they're all over the place which is nice but we need you want to keep them all in one place don't you so that's what we're trying to do at the moment is collect all the things that you wrote and put them in one place aren't they (laughs) what is your favorite bookshop I have lots of different favourite bookshops, but one of my favourite, favourite bookshops is, um, oh, which one? Uh, okay, Shakespeare and Company, which is in Paris. Yeah. I love that very much, because um, they've got lots of different kinds of books there and lots of different nooks and crannies that you can get lost in. And then if you go and do an event there as an author, they have a bedroom upstairs that you can sleep in. It's mm-hmm. very <laughs> what is your favourite book? I've got two, again His Dark Materials by Philip Pullman mm-hmm. um, and also Through the Looking Glass by Lewis Carroll so the second uh, yeah. um, Who is your favourite author? 
That's such a hard question. <laughs> because sometimes your favorite author isn't the person who's written your favorite book. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So I don't know, but I really like Margaret Atwood, mm. Faber, Ali mm. Smith, Jeanette Winterson, Ruth Ezeki. If I had to pick one, maybe I would pick Ali Smith. Thanks. But if you ask me tomorrow, I might pick somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> and the last question, who is your favourite character? In a book. I think I would have to pick Lyra from His Dark Materials, I think. I really like Lyra and Pan, I suppose, because they are one character together. Mm -hmm. um, part of her, so Lyra and Pan are my favourites. But that was a really hard question. <laughs> I now betrayed every other. <laughs> <laughs> that were your questions? Yes. Oh, wow. They were very good questions. Thank mm -hmm. you. You're welcome. Well, thank mm -hmm. you so much for spending some time about this yeah. to answer some questions. Yeah. Thank you for asking me. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> going to call her Luna then, wasn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you ever so much. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.